Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 welcome back to the channel. And oh, okay. Hey, 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 ready, ready, ready? In the podcast, to you people out there, this is what we're going to get. We have the last NBA slate until next Wednesday, and that slate's only a two-game slate. So, like, really, the net last full NBA slate for a week. The NBA All-Star break is here. And if you had any exposure yesterday, you realize it became a complete shit show. So, for me to do this video in the morning might seem counterintuitive. I still think it's going to be very helpful, but we're going to be getting through it relatively quicker because a lot of injury news is going to break. And let's say, quote-unquote, phantom injury news because you know what it is, right? Just picture yourself at any job that you've ever had. The day before your vacation, quote-unquote, vacation is going to start. You get to get away from work. You get to get away from it all. You're completely checked out. Hey, you might even just call in sick. You might leave early. And that's what a lot of these NBA players are doing yesterday, as it was a lot of those players last game before the All-Star break. And that's what a lot of them are going to be doing today. So you're going to see a lot of guys with questionable tanks just be out by three o'clock today. You're going to see a lot of guys out of nowhere just start getting ruled out like guys like Kelly Oubre yesterday and some other players. So we're going to have to keep a close eye on this. I have the injury news as of right now for guys who already have statuses and guys who were kind of missing yesterday who probably are going to be questionable to maybe even doubtful today. So we're going to quickly glide through those. We're going to quickly go through the top 12 plays today. I will be live very Breaking it down at 4.30 p.m. East Coast time. Maybe we'll stay live even a little bit longer just to try and take into account any news that breaks up and closer to lock. We were updating everything yesterday. The optimizer was rolling. It was clicking. Somebody reached out to me already this morning saying that they used the optimizer to build 20 lineups and they 10x their buy-in. So the new optimizer for NBA is Chuchim. It's clicking. Happy National. Lots of national days today. National Hug a GI Day. Happy National. Also, Sun's Day. If you're a son out there right now, you know, it's, it's your day for praise, right? As long as you're, a, I mean, as long as you're a guy out there right now or however you self-identifying as long as you're a son uh, yeah it's your day today and if you're somebody who's got a son well yeah reach out to them wish them a happy day it's happy national music day so i mean just bump your music easy way to celebrate today lots of ways to celebrate thursday a thursday that feels like a friday for me at least since there's no nba and it feels like i don't got as much work to do this weekend with no nba i'm actually looking forward to somewhat of a little mini vacation there especially with all this crazy news coming out as guys just continue to sit out so like subscribe do those things i appreciate you all being here a ton like i mentioned the optimizer is rolling it's choochin it's it's the first month that we have it now on patreon and it's seems to be very nice continuously continuously adding features every single day like every single day we're adding stuff to it randomness uniques are now all in there you can build groups you can set rules you can do stacking options for a bunch of different sports sports already nba golf and MMA. So check it out down below on my Patreon. You can look into all of that to smack around your competition uh, with the lowest prices that we have because I'm just a one-man show here. That's all we got to do to sustain that growth, sustain that Patreon for the community. Discord access as well. The video is going to be sponsored today by... An OG sponsor of mine. It is going to be drafters.com. If you've never heard of drafters, it is a platform where there is daily snake drafts as well as season-long best ball drafts. So you're going to have a daily opportunity just like in a season-long NFL draft when you draft with your friends. You can do that tonight just for the NBA slate. You can do that. They have some nice features with it. They have best ball drafts as well for what you're going to be seeing for potentially baseball, but also, of course, when the NFL season starts to roll back around. They're going to have late swap ability, so that's good for you too. That's the reason why I don't play in some other sites. There's no late swap. And also, they're going to have some of the lowest rake in the industry right now. They also have a feature that I love called the auto swap, which automatically swaps out a player, especially today, which is going to be very powerful. If you have a guy that's just automatically ruled out, they'll auto swap the next highest ranked player in there for you. So you don't have to worry about it. Oh, I, I didn't get to see it. I was, I was making food. I was out. It's a Thursday night. I was chilling out, relaxing, maxing all cool. They'll do that for you. And then if you want to set your own pre-established rankings, they don't have to do it for you. They'll just go off your pre-established rankings for if a guy gets ruled out, they'll slide them in. If you want to use the code VETRI, that is V-E-T-R-I, you'll get a 25% deposit match up to a hundred dollar ruski. So if you want to put a hundred in upon your first try, my last name, bam, you got an extra $25 in your account. So I recommend trying out drafters. I think it's a very nice site. They've been a sponsor with me, an OG sponsor for a, a pretty long time now. So be sure to check them out, show them some love. 
That is drafters.com, promo code Vetri, V-E-T-R-I. Let's them know that you came from me. Get in on those daily snake drafts. So the quick injury news is that Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo are questionable today. I- I'm projecting these guys in. This is all that we can do in the morning, right? If we get news that Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo are out later on, well, obviously the floodgates open for Kendrick Nunn and Goran Dragic and Tyler Hero and all these other players, Precious Achuia, all these other guys off the bench, Chris Silva, if he's going to ever be back for this team. So I-, I can't play the what if game with the information that we currently have. I'm going to project in Butler and Bam. We're going to be choosing our spots to project guys in and out depending on what happened potentially in recent games and just with the news in terms of what their practices are looking like. For Kawhi, I'm currently going to be projecting Kawhi in. He is questionable. Marcus Morris is doubtful. You have Jeremy Grant and Josh Jackson who both missed yesterday, right? I'm projecting them both out based on the fact that they missed yesterday. Second night of a back-to-back with a week off. I don't see why they would push it today. You have Derek Rose questionable. I'm projecting Derek Rose out just based on the player that he is, a veteran who normally has sort of his minutes limited. Again, another guy who sets up to just, you got a week off after this. Why push it uh, for a guy who normally has been playing like 24 minutes a game on previous teams because they want to monitor his minutes. We already have news a couple days ago that uh, Fred Van Vliet and, and also Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi are going to be out till after the All-Star break. So they're out for the Raptors today. All the Spurs are basically out. LaMarcus Aldridge is questionable, but all these the, all the other Spurs that have been out, Rudy Gay, the rookie Devin Vassell, and then also Derek White are out. Kelly Oubre missed yesterday. I have him as questionable today. I'm just giving him that status. I'm also going to rule Kelly Oubre out. So basically, if you missed the game yesterday, I'm ruling you out today. And if you didn't miss the game yesterday, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt and putting you in today because we have to make some assumptions somewhere early in the day for this here video. My number 12 overall play is somebody who's been kind of a frequent flyer on these top 12 lists. We'll also have the updated projections throughout the day, and we'll have our finalized stuff later on today, MMA video out today. So be sure to hit the subscribe and that notification bell so you know when all of our stuff is dropping. But, 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 but. Mr. William Barton right now, averaging 30 minutes per game. He's going to average with all these guys off the court. Look, he's, he's getting a little bit of a bump here from shot attempts because there's no Jermichael Green, no Gary Harris. Uh, some other players are not getting as big run. You have Compazzo dealing with some injuries as well. So Barton's getting the benefit of the doubt in terms of just playing overall more minutes right now, but he's also picking up a little bit of a rebounding rate with these guys out. So Will Barton, yes, the price point is slowly coming up, but I say slowly. The downside is he's only a small forward. The upside is he's a good small forward. So it's a weak position in general, but the minutes are there. 36 and 34 minutes in the last two games and games that have stayed in, in and also in that Milwaukee game, they ended up winning by 31, and he still plays 34 minutes in that one. He's shooting double-digit shot attempts in basically each of his last three games. You're getting a ton of usage out of Will Barton, 32, 26, and 35 and a half fantasy points over the last couple of games. His salary has only come up $100 as well over those last few games. So he is our number 12 play today. I think it only gets better for a guy like Will Barton if Denver was to choose to sit maybe like a Michael Porter Jr., somebody who they've been a little bit careful with in the past in this type of a situation with a week off. Again, you might be saying, why are you trying to speculate this? There's going to be a lot of guys just sitting out of nowhere today. It is literally summer vacation, if you will, spring break for these guys as they have a week off now. Like the guys going up against the Toronto Raptors today, they're going to be like, hey, you know what? This entire team's not out today. Why don't we just take it easy today? Why don't we just take a break? Those Boston Celtics, if Kemba Walker was to sit or Jalen Brown or Tatum, all these guys who have dealt with injuries today, I would not be shocked at all because they're like, hey, we see a modified Toronto team over there. Uh, we can take our chances. Number 11 play today is going to be another frequent flyer lately, and I'm going to keep going back to him. Look, people don't want to play Drew Bledsoe. You continue to get him as a shooting guard, and I'm very shocked as to why this is. Look, you're, you're getting Drew Bledsoe right now playing massive minutes. There's no more Nikhil Alexander-Walker for whatever reason. 33, 35, 34, 37, and 42 minutes over the last five games right now. And oh yeah, he's producing in those games, right? Even in games where he doesn't shoot well, like the last time out. On the third, yesterday, he ends up shooting three of eight, 37%. Big whoop. He's shooting 37, 38, 46, and 38% over the last four games. None of those are like fantastic shooting nights, but he's getting you there because he's consistently picking up rebounds now. He's consistently picking up assists. He's playing more minutes, so he's getting you there in the peripheral standpoint. And the price point, similar to Will Barton, these guys look like similar plays. I like the position flexibility with Eric Bledsoe. You're just getting there based on pure minutes and the price point not changing. Will Barton, 5,400 right now. Obviously, 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 as more value starts to open up, these mid to lower range guys that you're relying on for 
for minutes are not going to be looking as good. But right now, Will Barton, number 11 overall play for us. Our number 10 play today is going to be Mr. Ennis Cantor. And Cantor is an interesting case study here because this is a guy whose price never really moves around above $7,000. Then it finally does. And he has a couple of games where he's not playing well, but it's not really for his fault. You have one game where they win by 20 plus and he only plays 24 minutes instead of his normal 30 plus minutes. And then you have a game against Golden State where Golden State is a smaller team, right? You have Draymond still playing the five, Wiseman playing the five for some minutes, but only like 20 minutes. So Cantor kind of just gets played off the court from a small ball lineup perspective, only plays 23 minutes in that game. And his price point is actually kind of stabilized around 7,400. I was hoping we can get it down to 7,000, but this is a team now in Sacramento. Sure, Hassan Whiteside's not out there, but they're still going to run it big. They're still going to run with Marvin Bagley and Rashawn Holmes. That's a lot bigger than running with Draymond Green and James Wiseman, right? Or a lot bigger even than Charlotte where they blew them out on a team that didn't have Cody Zeller in that game and was running with a lot of PJ Washington at the five at times. So now Cantor going up against a team that actually has some bigs. I'm going to project Cantor for what his, I mean, his season average is 26 minutes, but that's also taking into account when he was a backup for parts of the year. I'm going to project Cantor's 1.2 fantasy points per minute with McCollum and Nurtish off the court in his 30 minutes per game today. And that's going to start to look like a guy who scores in the upper 30s in fantasy points at 7,400. Looks like a solid center play against Sacramento today on the second night of a back-to-back. Our number nine overall play today is Kemba Walker. And Kemba's not a guy that I really want to get to all that much all the time, to be honest with you. But the big difference between Kemba Walker now is the minutes are slowly unleashing. Again, not shocked if a guy like Kemba sits today, right? It is not a back-to-back, so that increases the chances that he can play, but the minutes are there now. We were hoping that Kemba coming off of the knee surgery, coming back in, I believe, middle of January, we were hoping that he would start to play like 28 to 30 minutes a game. He slowly got there. Then he started to play 30 to 31 a game, and then they kind of unleashed him. He got to play 36 minutes on the 21st of February against New Orleans, and since then, it's been 34 minutes city. 34, 34, 34, and 34 minutes for Kemba. He's shooting more times because he's obviously playing more minutes. 19 shot attempts in three out of his last four games, and that's resulting in Kemba Walker having some very nice games. That's resulting in his price point going from the low 6K range to the low 7K range. Now, I think it's appropriate, right? You only get point guard eligibility. As more value opens up, this kind of 7K range is going to get hollowed out. The 7K range of Walker and Cantor gets hollowed out because we just drop down to that 4, 5, and 3K range, and then we jump up to all the guys in the 10K plus range who all of them look good today, whether it's Russell Westbrook, Nicole Jokic, Giannis, right? You also have Lillard up there on a second night of a back-to-back. So Kemba at 7,200 right now is going to look appealing. Also gets the match- matchup against Toronto. Not the greatest pace game, but Toronto not having some of their best defenders and OG Ananobi, a Fred Van Vliet, a Siakam, all these guys not out there makes it more appealing. The minutes spiking up for Kemba is quietly happening and he's quietly because of that taking more shot attempts. Number eight overall play today is going to be Mr. Paul George. And this is with me projecting in Kawhi Leonard. Similar things and similar analysis here for Paul George. The minutes for Paul George are now all the way back. And obviously if Kawhi Leonard is out there, then Paul George probably even, even if value starts to open up more, Paul George starts to become a priority because here's the thing, small forwards and shooting guards. We talk about how terrible of a position that is. You always want to get the highest producing players in there. Usually for the shooting guard spot, that's some high producing point guards. That's why Drew Bledsoe, now he's not high producing all the time, but he's a value that you can also slide into the shooting guard spot and on ball dominant lately with big minutes point guard that gives you upside. Sometimes you can get power forwards into your small forward spot. Power forwards on average just score way more points than small forwards. So at similar prices, if you can get him into the small forward spot, it makes sense. The beauty of Paul George is yes, he's not position flexible. He's although he probably should be a small forward at this point, shooting guard, small forward. The beauty is that he's kind of locked into this shooting guard spot and he's a high producing player who's now seeing the minutes. Paul George, the last two games, 38 and 39 minutes. Now, obviously in that last game, he goes off, he's placed, uh, he ends up getting 39 minutes, shoots 26 times. There was obviously no Kawhi Leonard. He was late scratched in that game and he puts up 48 fantasy points. But either way, if we can now get Paul George to give us 36 plus minutes, like he played 38 and 39, 32 before that, if I can project Paul George in this game for 35 to 36 minutes, if I can project him for what he's been doing so far, even with Kawhi in the court this year, Paul George averaging around 1.25 fantasy points per minute. That looks fantastic. So I'm already sold on Paul George. I'm already sold on the fact that I can put this high producing of a player who has 50 point upside easily into my shooting guard spot. And then, I mean, the projections just starts to look like 50 points if there's no Kawhi Leonard. So only upside today, especially in the matchup against Washington, where we should see a decent pace spot. Our number seven overall play is going to be Norman Powell. So yeah, 
right now we do have news. We have news in some spots. And we have I mean, questionables. We have some Murphy stuff that we'll talk about later on. We'll update throughout the live stream today. Maybe even jump into some Twitter spaces throughout the day. So follow me over there at DFS on Twitter. Be sure to check out the tools that will be updated throughout the day down below. Be sure to also check out the new optimizer. It's a ton of fun. The big energy optimizer is now out. We continue to add features. People are playing around in there, adding rules, groups, getting really advanced with it. So you're turning yourself in from, I mean, I hand build, right? I hand build my single entry and three max lineups. Obviously it's harder to build 150 by hand, so I don't, but I hand build my single entry and three max lineups. And then I compare it to some of the top projected lineups that the optimizer spits out. And sometimes I tinker, sometimes I tweak, and it really does help your game. So if you want to take your game to the next level at some of the industry. And really, I would say the industry's lowest price comparing the package of the optimizer and the tools. I think it's like a third of the price of what I'm seeing at the next cheapest that I've seen. That's at least valuable tools, right? Not just Joe Schmo stuff um, in, in non-reputable sources, but yeah, I would say, check it out. Try it out down below if you want to on Patreon linked right at the top of the description, patreon.com backslash Sal underscore Vetri underscore. So here's the thing with Norman Powell, Norman Powell, we said it two days ago when he ended up playing and you know, he had none of these other guys on this team right now. He's shooting guard, small forward eligible. That's great. But he just gets the minutes, right? When there's no Fred Van Vliet, OG, and now no Siakam, he gets the minutes. He could also play some power forward in these games. So he played 38 minutes in that game, shot 20 times. Obviously he shoots 70%. So that's going to go a long way. He ends up scoring over 46 fantasy points in the game, but that's with no peripherals, right? That's with only one steal. That's with only one assist for Norman Powell, only five rebounds. So he obviously gets you there in shooting because he scores 36 real life points. So you might be saying, I can't rely on that, but no, Norman Powell is a pretty quality player in other areas as well. Norman Powell is averaging a 16% assist percentage and a 12% rebounding rate. You should expect when a guy is playing 38 minutes with those numbers, he should start to see somewhere around like four, five rebounds. You should see somewhere around three, four assists, pick up a steal or block based on his steals per 100. So Norman Powell, yes, he's going to be shooting independent. He's probably gonna have to score you 20 real life points, but with all these guys off the court, it looks appealing in these big minutes, $7,000 today. I think it's fine to be a number seven overall play. And number six right now we have halfway through is DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan guys are still murky out there. It really just comes down to the fact that I don't know how DeMar DeRozan's price point isn't going up at $8,200. I get why it's not because of some of these recent games. I'd put him in the small forward spot if I were you. In this past game, they ended up winning by 26 points against the Knicks. So you only got the Rosen playing 30 overall minutes instead of what has lately been like 37, 38, 39. And you want to know the crazy thing about that game in a game where it only plays 30 minutes because of a blot, only shoots five times to give you reference his previous two games, 21 and 18 times. He still scores 41 fantasy points. Well, how does he do it? He ends up picking up four steals. So he gets you there. That's maybe not something that's going to stay sticky, but the assists, the assists have been so far right now or so high up. It's insane. He has 11, 11, 11 assists over the last three games. I mean, he's just a walking double, double because of assists. You know, you get some rebounding upside from DeMar DeRozan. Literally in a game where the guy only ends up going out there and making two buckets in 30 minutes, he still pays off his salary last game at $8,000 with a 41 point performance. Now he gets OKC today in a pace up spot of about 105 possessions per game. I like the Rosen today. I'm going to continue to like the Rosen at 8,200. The ceiling for this guy, we haven't even seen it, right? We got to see it a couple games back where he scores 55 fantasy points, but we haven't even seen it over the last couple of games. And he's been playing fine, like in the mid forties and fantasy points and the price point isn't changing. I think that's a mistake. Number five overall is Mr. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook today against the Clippers. I like this spot. Westbrook is somebody that we've been really high on all season long and it continues to pay off because the guy just goes out there and now he's averaging triple doubles like his last year with the Wizards last him out 23 points 15 assists six rebounds doesn't get you the triple double but get you 58 fantasy points it's about time like Westbrook was like 9,500 for a while and like 9,800 it's about time he's like 10,400 one of the more expensive players as he should be he's averaging like 1.45 fantasy points per minute and that's playing next to a guy like Bradley Beal at this point he's averaging over a 44 percent assist percentage so he's somebody that I have a very close eye on he's somebody that I can comfortably project for 36 minutes in this game today and when you're projecting a guy for 36 minutes and like his worst games he's averaging like a 
35 fantasy point per minute production rate. I mean, you could just do the quick math on that without even adding in any other variables. Obviously, you have to add in some other variables. But the quick math on that without any other variables is basically 50 points right there in some of his worst games. So not bad when you're going to start to get a median projection into the 50s. So Westbrook, our number five play, heading over to number four now is Kyle Lowry on the opposite side of this thing. And look, Kyle Lowry last time out there, yeah, he didn't play well. I mean, you ended up seeing a lot of points going out for Norman Powell. Kyle Lowry ends up going out there, point guard eligible only. What all of these players out for Toronto, he plays 35 minutes. He only shoots five of 11. So the shot volume is the thing that we would like to see come up, but also the assist percentage is going to go up. For a guy who averages with no friend Van Vliet out there, over a 30% assist percentage, six assists in 35 minutes is going to be going up for him. He scores 21 real life points. He only gets four rebounds in the game. That's somewhat of an outlier as well. Previous games, 11, seven and six rebounds. So Larry at 8,400. Yes, that price point is coming up, but one, we did not get to see a minute ceiling. He can get to 37, 38. So there's that upside there too. And then just the shot attempts with all these guys out thinking that Lowry shoots 11 times, which is his kind of normal shot attempts when Fred Van Vliet and Siakam are out there is a little bit faulty in my opinion. I think we get Lowry up to 15 shot attempts in this game. I think if he continues to shoot around 45, 50%, he's an effective field goal rate around that a little bit higher, actually. That's when you see Lowry start to average 1.2 fantasy points per minute in his 36 minutes or so. And then that's when Lowry starts to pay off this $8,400 price tag by scoring like 45 to 50 points. So Lowry, our number four overall play as it stands right now. For top three, top three right now, like, subscribe, reminder to do those things. So this video, if, if you're just finding me for the first time, shout out to you. But if you're somebody who's an OG, which is probably most of you, this video is going to be a little bit quicker than our, on most of our videos, just because I don't want to get too deep dived into the analysis on some of these plays and why they rank where they are, just knowing at what's going to happen today. It's very similar to like the end of the season in April. A lot of the times where those last 10 games of the season, either the teams are out of it, they're letting their G leaguers play and see what they got there. Or the last the week of the season when people's clinched their playoff spots and they're not really trying and they just let their bench players play. We're going to be having a lot of last second news today. It's going to be a lot of tilt city today as the NBA takes their week or so off for the all-star break. Number three overall play is going to be Nikola Jokic. There's not much here. We know we already have a lot of value built into this slate. So when we have a lot of value, my number one payup option today is Jokic, then Westbrook, then Giannis in that order. And then Lillard, number four, they're all very close. I like them all. I like to get to two of those guys today. It's a nine game slate with already a lot of built in value and even more to come. So with that being said, I'll lock in Nikola Jokic's 62 plus point projection that I currently have on him. I'll lock in his 37 minute projection that I currently have on him and his 30% rebounding rate, his 30% assist percentage at center. That's it. It's as simple as that. We're locking him 37 minutes of a guy who's averaging over 1.6 fantasy points per minute today at the center position where it's going to be as stable as possible for your fantasy point per minute production. You're not relying on shooting. So where you have a bad shooting night, it's going to be hurting you, right? Jokic shots mainly come close to the basket. Yes, I know he's a great three-point shooter. I mean, he's shooting like 40 plus percent from there too. Just like MVP status with him and Embiid right now going toe-to-toe, which is just so fun to watch. The one X multiplying super draft, not as appealing, but at 10,900, Jokic is going to be my number one payup option. So who are the top two you might be saying? If he's a payup option, who we have no other payup options up here? Well, our number two play is going to be Mr. Emmanuel quickly. I'm currently projecting out Derrick Rose. Like I said, he's an older player. He has a week off to get better after this. He's somebody that just got kind of late scratched in the last game. Based on what I'm reading, it seems like it's something that is, it's not so much a nagging injury, but something that could definitely benefit from a little bit more rest. So no reason to flare that thing up for a Knicks team that currently does find themselves in a playoff spot. So the second that Emmanuel Quick, or the second that Rose got ruled down in that last game, Emmanuel Quickly looked like the play of the day. And Emmanuel Quickly, he didn't even play well, and he ends up going off, right? Because of his price point. He, st- he was 4,800. Now he's 53. He played 29 minutes in that last game. Finally, you're getting more minutes. He ended up shooting 21 times in that game, six of 13 from three-point land. So he only ended up shooting 38% from the field. He only had four assists and four rebounds. Those are sure to go up and he still scores 41 fantasy points quickly right now against Detroit. If he ends up getting not even just a start, but if he ends up getting no Derrick Rose out there, Alfred Payton is awful, also doubtful. So if those guys were to miss, it's all steam ahead for Manuel quickly right now, who on the season averages 1.11 fantasy points per minute. Again, that assist percentage from that last game is going to go up. He has a 22% assist percentage, a 12% defensive rebounding rate. If you start to take guys like Derrick Rose off the court and Alfred Payton, guys who normally are going to be playing when they're with this team, Payton 25 plus minutes, 26 plus uh, Derrick Rose lately playing in close to 30 minutes per game. You get quickly to average 1.17 fantasy points per minute. He has a 
2.75 X multiplier and super draft. That's amazing. He has a 25% assist percentage. Everything starts to look really good. 28% usage shoots 39% from three quickly at $5,300. If there's no Derek Rose today, I'm already just assuming the doubtful Alfred T Payton mean T's out. If there's no Derek Rose, becomes a very strong priority at this price point quickly should arguably be like a 65 to $6,700 player. And he's going to be massively underpriced if there's no Rose. So top one, and he is one is going to be Mr. Dennis Smith Jr. And I'm projecting right now, since they both missed yesterday, Josh Jackson and Jeremy Grant out. Now, if one of those guys was to miss, right? If one of those guys was to miss, I still like Dennis Smith Jr. But the only way he's the number one play is if they both miss. And yes, a lot of Detroit also looks good today, right? Sabin Lee played small minutes, shot well, so not as much over there. You had also had Wayne Ellington hit eight threes, not as much there. Spivin K who also hit a couple of shots. So the guy who stands up the most from Detroit. Yes, if you want to get to Mason Plumley, although center is a, a position of a lot of opportunity cost. I do like getting to Mr. Dennis Smith Jr., who on the season right now is averaging 1.11 fantasy points per minute. So when he's been on this team for Detroit, he's averaging over 1.1 fantasy points per minute. And that's before you even start to take off guys like Jeremy Grant, start to take off guys, start to take off some other guys, potentially like a Josh Jackson. You're going to get a very small minute sample, but you're going to get a player who looks absolutely fantastic. In that time, Dennis Smith Jr. is averaging 1.25 fantasy points per minute in times where you have no Josh Jackson and no Jeremy Grant off the court. Let's just take Jeremy Grant. Let's say if Josh Jackson ends up playing today, you get Dennis Smith Jr. averaging 1.1 fantasy points per minute. So a strong fantasy point per minute producer with a 1.9x multiplier in super draft below $5,000 price tag. Dennis Smith Jr. offers a lot of upside. Now, if you want to look at that last game, he triple doubled. We're not expecting a triple double out of Dennis Smith Jr. You're probably not expecting another 12 rebound game, although he is a good rebounding guard. But the points, the assists, those are things that can definitely get there for Dennis Smith Jr. If a Josh Jackson and or and or a Jeremy Grant were to miss. The only way I have this much interest in him is if both of those guys who missed late yesterday, right? So they're coming back around to try and get ready in like 20 hours of play now with a week off. I mean, the motivation to want to do that is definitely low, let alone what their injury status actually is going to be. So Dennis Smith Jr. has the number one overall play. And that just kind of tells you how murky this slate's going to be if Dennis Smith Jr. and uh, Emmanuel Quickly are top two plays right now. So we'll see what happens with the injury news. I'll be updating on my end throughout the day. We'll be updating on Patreon down below. We'll be live at 4.30 p.m. East Coast time later on today. And then from there, gang, we got a week off. We got some more uh, MMA video dropping today, NASCAR video dropping tomorrow, MMA live stream on Saturday before 2.59, a massive event ends up starting. Then we got golf, 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 the players, big old week for the players starting next Monday and Tuesday with some content when the NFL season is a little bit idle. So thank you so much for tuning into the video. Be sure to follow me on my social medias, a bunch of stuff linked down in the description below, some free guides to help you uh, just understand lineup construction more and some ways to improve upon that for NBA DFS, just in the description below, wrote that a couple years back, uh, links over to my Patreon. Drafters as well, if you want to uh, support the sponsor of the show, Drafters using that code Vetri, my last name, V-E-T-R-I, get you that 25% deposit match up to a $100 Ruskies. Thank you everybody for tuning in. I appreciate you all a ton and I will see you in the next NBA video, this live stream later today. Otherwise, we'll be back Wednesday for a two game slate.